Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. It's Thursday, June 9th. I am exhausted. I am probably taking a nap after this uh this podcast so um big things happened yesterday one thing that that happened that i i kind of wrote this down and i think he said this at the beginning of the day yesterday but jim kramer said yeah buy uber um uber uh he thinks that it's gotten too beaten down i'm not a hundred percent in kind of step with him um uber's trading at 2583 it's up a, uh that's where it closed it's up at 2590 in the pre-market um 10-day volume is 29 million 90-day volume is 35 million so you still don't have volume necessarily holding you up what you do have here though is uh in our algorithm algorithm may 16th was a buy at 2431 um, it, it proceeded to go all the way down to 21. Um, even while the MACD was going up, this stock was falling. Uh, there's a gap here. And again, this is a four hour chart between 28 and 29. Um, it's about that amount, maybe a little bit smaller in between there. Um, and you've got another gap up here that, that seems unfilled on the way down between 34 and 35. You've got a falling knife here. Um, the 50-day is well below the 200-day. Um, if we go and look at the daily, the daily's just kind of turned around. The MACD kind of turned around. You know, again, the four-hour got you in a little early. Um, this is the crazy part. This at the algorithm doesn't perform on this stock, even though this stock is a highly uh, volatile stock. It's been on the downside, and the performance of the algorithm is you lose 37 percent. The performance of just buying and holding the asset is you're down 19%. Part of this is because of the IPO. <clears throat> it IPO'd, you'd lose 19% off your IPO base. You'd lose 37% because you've been buying and, and <clears throat> selling, but you haven't been selling for a lot of gains. The, the positions are 34. You've had 10 wins, 24 losses. The average win was 9.64, but the average loss Remember, you've got almost you, way more than double the losses, 10 to 24. <clears throat> and the average loss is 541%. So there's no way you can pick up from that one. Um, but Jim Cramer says it. If you believe in the inverse, Jim Cramer, <clears throat> at 25, you're probably going back down to 21. Um, that's probably the best bet that I can give you. Um, UNH was one of the big losers yesterday. And part of that is because it's 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 creating a a trading platform here. Again, um if you had been with the the podcast and and listened May 16th, I said there was a buy at 485. It proceeded to go all the way down to 460. Um but that 485 buy um turned out to be a uh, fairly decent gain of 1%. Um 
back and the sale was on June 3rd. You'd be out of this name right now. You would not be in this name based on the algorithm. You do have an ex-dividend date coming up on June 17th. Um, I, I think this one's overrun. Uh, let's look at UNH and their forward PE. The forward PE is 19. Remember, the S&P average is 17. Um, so it's, it's, it's considered a growth stock, but it's run up so much. Now, uh, in a pullback, healthcare should be a safety. Um, the latest downgrade is from um, Bernstein, outperformed to market perform, which is basically like a hold on those guys. And the price target is 561. Um, everything that's that's in 2021 and 2022 has this stock between 450 and 550 dollars. So at 500, you're right in the middle of that that trading platform. So that that trading range. So you're at uh, 493 right now. Let's look in pre market real quick. Um, in pre-market, you are at 495. So it's up a little bit, but the bid is 484. It doesn't look like this one trades a lot in the pre-market, but the 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 volume support level looks to be 493. Uh, now your 10-day volume is 2.62. Your 90-day volume is 3.02. So the volume isn't there to suggest this one's going to move. Um, the dividend yield is 1.35. So it's not a huge dividend. I don't expect the the dividend uh, X date of June 17th to be a catalyst on this one. But I brought it up because in any good portfolio, mine is not a good portfolio. I don't own this one. But UNH is is one that you've had because over the past, um, let's look at their performance. The past one year, it's 23%. Year to date, you're only down 1%. Remember, the S&P is down like 6 7%. So you're you're outperforming the S and P. Um, uh, a half a year, six percent. Um, the target price on this one is five sixty six. That's essentially what what Finviz is saying. Um, again, the volatility is not that much. The SMA is uh, 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 the two hundred day is it's five point two two percent below the two hundred day. So uh, I I think you should be in this one. Um, I would probably wait for this. I think in the 460s is your best bet. And I, my belief is that we will see the 460s at <clears throat> some point in time. Um, I think that's the best bet. Uh, another drag on the, uh, on the uh, indices yesterday was American Express. Um, uh, let's look it up. Why can't I? AXP. I can't I remember that one? Seriously, Alzheimer's. I got to get tested for that crap. Um, AXP, I've been recommending. It did have a buy here in the algorithm May 23rd. Um, I believe I, I said, hey, on the May 17th, that buy at 161 was a good one. It wound up getting you out with a 7% loss. Um, I'm sorry, it's a 1% loss, I think. Um, but it, it got you out a couple of days later. You probably didn't sell, but you're at 165 right now. This was the la one of the laggards on the, um, the, the Dow, I believe, yesterday. The RSI is at 51. The MACD looks like it's crossing down. I probably wouldn't buy this one um, right here, but I do think that, that AXP, American Express, with reopening is a good play. 
you're at 167. So you're slightly up. Um, the the ex-dividend date is June 30th. So you really don't have a catalyst coming up anytime soon. The PE ratio is 16.62. The 10-day volume is 2.4. 90-day volume is 3.6. American Express, I'd probably hold off on it. Even though you've seen this move up, um, the 200-day is right around 176. That's kind of where it, when it was trading in the 170s where I would, thought it would provide support, but it went right through that support. Um, so I, I do think that you can get this one probably in the 161, 162 range, maybe today. Put in a buy. You know, Again, I don't own this one. This is just one that I do think on the reopening, it, it's a good play. <clears throat> um, I would suggest it, and I have suggested it to my, some of my friends. Goldman Sachs was another one. Financials just haven't performed in this, and probably because they think that um, the consumer is going to come out of this week. Now, Goldman Sachs was a buy at 305 back on May 16th, where we saw those bottoms. Um, it's at 314 today. The MACD is crossing down. The nine day is about to cross under the 21. Uh, I wouldn't buy this one. Uh, again, I think that, that financials are, are not in a great space right now. Um, there's no catalyst coming up. It had its ex-dividend date on May 31st. The RSI is at 44. My guess is this gets down to about 35 before it, it triggers a, um, a buy. It should trigger a sell today um, in the, the, the algorithm. But I was looking at some of the, the, the laggards in the, uh, the Dow yesterday, and Amex, UNH, and Goldman were, were three of them that I thought were positive buys. Um, but again, when I just looked at the charts right now, I didn't do any preparation. I've been kind of uh, dealing with a dog that's sick. But um, those three, I, I will keep an eye on uh, because I do think, it, you know, again, you buy when it's bad. It's essential. If it's a good company, you buy when it's bad. And it takes guts to do that. But uh, energy as a whole was crazy yesterday. Um, went up. Let's look at some of the MPC Marathon Oil, uh, Marathon Petroleum. Crazy, 52-week high. This had a buy at April 29th at 89.28. You are at 112 right now. No sign of slowing down. The MACD is just crazy high. The RSI is at 77. Energy has to come down. Marathon Petroleum, on any pullback, you, you buy it. Um, let's see. And, and I wouldn't say buy it today, by the way. This one is at 112.87. That's where it's the, the bid and the ask are. Um, the 10 day volume at six is at 6.5 million. The 90 day is at 6.1 million. It's a large cap, $61 billion. Um, PE ratio is 26 energy company an oil company with a PE ratio of 26. Um, let's look at MPLX, <clears throat> which I do own MPLX, uh, buy at $30 and 70 cents. You're at $33 and 94 cents. Um, I own this one. I will tell you, ba 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 ba. Let's look. Um, MPLX. I own this in my retirement account at an average price of nineteen dollars and eighty-eight cents. On top of that, I've been collecting an eight percent dividend. Um, let's see where the. Uh, I first bought this uh, June first, two thousand twenty-one. So I've been holding this this lot since uh, June first, twenty twenty-one. I've sold, bought, and sold it. This one many different times uh, over the past two years. But MPLX is a great one. Uh, and again, you're still in it. 
I don't know if it's run up too much, but again, there's a lot of articles about this. Next one, Exxon. Buy-in here at May 16th, 91.77. You're still up there. The MACD is crazy high. The RSI is at 77. Um, at some point, these have to come down. Who knows when? I'm waiting for the algorithm to tell me to sell some of this stuff because it's going to come in and it's going to just crash. But there's no supply on the horizon. Demand is going crazy for oil. There's no supply. You can't refine it overnight. You can increase drilling overnight. It takes four to eight months. Um, and you're only two months into this cycle. So it, potentially, potentially in August, you have some, some drilling that gets going. But that's based on these companies maybe starting to allocate some capital. And they've gotten killed on capital allocation for additional drilling in the past and additional um, refining. Why would they do it? There's no refineries on permit um, to increase refineries here in the U.S. So I don't see that happening. Um, CVX, Chevron. Um, again, probably May. Yeah, May 13th, 166. You're at 181 right now. The RSI is at 66. This is a low RSI. Um, this is, you know, this one has just average run, nothing crazy. Uh, Devon Energy. Um, this one, I, I know with several people who listen to the podcast, they got in with me. Um, this was a no brainer. Again, when it's under 60, you buy it. When it's over 60, you sell it. I have not sold this one. Um, the MACD just crossed under, um, two days ago, it looks like June 7th. Um, the MACD crossing under is part of my algorithm, but again, the nine and the, the 21 day are so high. The RSI is at 67. Again, this one is not crazy. Their, uh, catalyst is June 10th, the, um, ex-dividend date. So you have to hold it today and probably tomorrow, I think. Um, but hold it till Monday. Boom. Um, you've got that one. Uh, let's look at Oxy. Occidental I own as well. Uh, I'll tell you, in fact, Devon Energy, um, I own at an average purchase of $56.50. And that purchase was made on May 2nd. And I think I wound up actually losing money for the first few days. I'm up 40% on that one. Occidental Petroleum. Um, purchased this one on 3.7 at its 52-week high. I, in fact, not even its 52-week high. I bought at 62.93 on May, uh, March 7th. That was when Buffett announced. And it was in pre-market. It was trading at 57. It shot up to 63.94, I believe, in the pre-market. I chased it. I just said, okay, buy at market price. That day, I believe it went down to 56, somewhere in that neighborhood. I've been down on this 20%. Now I'm up 10%. So again, energy is just going crazy. Let's look at another one, PXD. I don't own this one, but I think it's Joe Terranova on CNBC really likes this one, and he's liked it the whole time. Um, PXD, May 3rd, right before their earnings, uh, buy-in at 236. You're at 283 right now. This was a no-brainer as well. There's no catalyst on this one. Um, let's look at their, uh, some of their uh, stats. P.E. ratio is 17, which is right on par uh, right now with the S&P. Again, energy companies, this is way high for energy companies traditionally. 
Um, but the 10-day volume is 2.4. The 90-day volume is 2.4. So could you be overstretched on energy? Perhaps. But those are the names. Again, MPC, MPLX, XOM, CVX, DVN, OXY, PXD. Um, there was a person on CNBC yesterday. It was RBC. And they mentioned small cap energies. Uh, one is ROCC, Ranger Oil Corporation. Now, I typically don't listen to these monkeys when they come on um, just because they want to pump and dump their own stuff. Um, but with energy, again, the, the, su- the supply is just not catching up. And this is one of those, dr- I think it's a driller. Let's see. ROCC. Let's look them up on uh, Finviz. And again, I don't prepare for this this damn podcast. Uh, Ranger Oil Corporation, an independent oil gas company, engages the onshore exploration, development, and production of crude oil, natural gas liquids, and natural gas in the United States. Holy crap. This is the trifecta of of tremendous... um, uh, God, their year is going to be crazy this year. Um, insider trading, let's see. Uh, let's look them up on the insider trading here. Um, insiders. Uh, April 6th, Richard Burnett, 3K shares uh, awarded. Awarded. There hasn't been a lot of buys. It's all awards. But, um, you know, May 23rd, you had a buy at uh, 3503 You're at $50 right now. That's one month. Um, again, this guy came on and said, there's no reason not to buy it now. Uh, the MACD is, I, I can't, I've, I don't think I've seen a MACD this high. The RSI is at 70. I would not buy this now. Throw it on a list. The other one that he brought up that's a small cap is CRC, California Resources Corporation. Same kind of thing. They're a driller. They have no catalyst. Their ex-dividend date was May 31st. Um, let's look at, uh, FinViz at some of this stuff. Uh, by the way, uh, ROCC has a no dividend. Uh, their forward P is four. So, um, CRC, California resources, their forward PE is seven. Their dividend is 1.4%. Um, performance year to date, 14%. So, uh, this one's a little bit more realistic. But that MACD is still high. The RSI is at 70. Um, again, you had a buy-in May 16th at $40. You're $48. That ROCC is just crazy. Um, staying in the uh, energy space, uh, natural gas, Boyle, and KOLD. <clears throat> Boyle has been just crazy going down the past couple of days. You have a, uh, a MACD crossover on this one. Um, the nine day is still above the 21 day. You had a buy-in here at 107 on May 17th. You got all the way up to 117. So you probably almost had your, uh, your 10% on this one. But the inverse of this KOLD has been on the rebound. Um, and the RSI is at 45. That MACD is super low. So this is the ultra short gas, um, natural gas. So if I look up KOLD, let's see, KOLD is at twenty one dollars. It closed at twenty. So 
almost a $22. It's a 20% move. Or I'm sorry, 10% move. 10% move. Um, the 10-day volume is $8.7 million. The 90-day volume is $3.3 million. Um, you are 52-week high, 589. 52-week low, 16. So if you think that the, you know, again, the 16 is at um, 6.8 yesterday. That was the 52-week low yesterday at 16. Um, today, you're at 22. God, if you would hit that, you know, again, bought it any time yesterday. It just shot up. Um, let's see on Finviz if they have anything. Uh, let's look at KOLD. Um, I don't know if they have news articles. Um, quiet week for launches. Doesn't really have anything. But... Natural gas is just going crazy. Something happened yesterday. I don't know what, but the shorts, you know, maybe natural gas was just extended. Who knows? Um, but I saw those and, and I thought I'd bring them up again. KOLD looks like it's, it's got a good one. Um, let's see in, um, are you a buy? Uh, that MACD, it just got you out. Um, from a 23 buy on May 27th, it just got you out with a 20% loss um, down at 20. Um, it was 22.15% loss. This, this doesn't have a buy, but I think in this candle it probably will, and the RSI is at 45. Shit, I might throw some money into this for um, just a short-term gain. Um, you know, again, these are, these are just ETFs that track futures. So you could get burned on this one. Uh, it's three times levered. It's a crazy, crazy play. I would play it on a five to 10 minute chart. I wouldn't be looking for a 10% um, a, a move. I would be looking for something like a two or 3% move. Sell it, get out, take your profits. If you're down 1%, sell it. Just cut your losses. If you're up one, 2%, you know, again, you can play KOLD versus BOIL. You can play those. Um, next question. Oh, wanted to bring this up. Target increased their dividend by 20%. Uh, this one is up in pre-market, I believe. Um, remember how I said yesterday, hey, um, in my mind, that was the greatest shopping uh, advertisement that you could have made. Hey, we're going to have a ton of sales. and we're, We may be selling this stuff at losses. When have you gone into a Target? And, and, and purchase less than one. 10-day volume on this is 8 million. 90-day volume is 5 million. Um, you are trading at 157.30, so it's only slightly up. Um, the ex-dividend date is 517. You really don't have a catalyst on this one until their next earnings, which hasn't necessarily been announced. You've got this huge, huge gap that's sitting above it. It's capitulating here between, it looks like 150 and the, the resistance is 168. Um, you're up 0.35 in the pre-market percent. I just know that because I hold it. Um, and uh, TrendSpider puts that in there for me. So uh, Target, up their thing. Um, speaking of ones I like, Amazon, uh, they split. Um, and th their split got them from about, it looks like, um, when did they split? Earlier this week, about 120. It's come back down to where, where it split. Um, the question is that, that I was asking myself, who? Google splits. July 15th. Should you buy Google? 
And GOOG is a buy in the algorithm at 22.46. You're at 23.45 today. GOGL, let's see if that split that day. Yeah. On May 27th, 22.40, you're at 23.44. So July 15th is this one. Um, I believe we have a good July in these, these stocks because they've been beaten down so much. Again, I, I traded around the first quarter earnings on this one. If you remember, I bought it at 2700 sold it at about 3000 So I made some money on this one. Um, I'm still holding a significant amount of Google in my IRA. Um, $150,000 worth that I paid $60,000 worth. So um, I've been holding this for quite a long time. Um, I've got a bunch of lots. In fact, I just had a lot that I purchased um, back in uh, February for $20,000 at $2,700. So um, I held on to that one. Um, I bought and sold other ones. So I like Google. I think they are poised for the the comeback. I like it a lot. Uh, Baba was up 14%. Um, if you guys remember, I said, hey, you can gamble on BABA. Uh, the problem you have with BABA, and I'll look at the algorithm, the problem with the, you have with BABA is like every other Chinese stock. Um, you could have the rug pulled out of you just like I did. I hold BABA at an average purchase price of 213 I wrote it all the way up to um, 230 uh, Yeah, I was... I was up 15%, 20% on this one. Should have taken my profits. Didn't. Um, looks like the 52-week high is 230 bucks. But uh, I didn't. Uh, I purchased a 213, 100 shares, $21,000. Today, it's worth $11,000. Um, I have not purchased on this most recent one. It's down in the pre-market. Um, it's down 4% after running up 5 I think 10, 10%, 14% yesterday. Um, the volume in this has spiked. Um, the RSI is at 79. This has no reason to continue to go up. But there was a buy here on May 26th at 94. You'd be making a good profit if you bought at 94. Um, I think you're probably looking at this one coming back down to the below 110 at least. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily put my money into this one, but. Um, you know, I, I'm sitting here holding it. It's in my brokerage account, so there is tax implications on this one. Uh, UCO went way up yesterday, I believe. Um, I think when I looked at it, it was 5 10% up. You have a buy in UCO at 43.60. Remember this one uh, on May 13th? This one split, uh, did a split four for one. So it was, should have been, you know, at $50, it's trading at uh, 200 um, I said get out at 170, 190, but you're at 55 today. Um, let's see what the pre-market has it at. Um, you're at 54. It's going to take a break today. Uh, but, I mean, I say that, but oil's just going to continue to go nuts. Um, let's look at the 10-day real quick. Um, yeah. Yeah. God. Could have bought this back in... Um, the second last week at about 47 made your $7 <clears throat> almost 20% a week. Oof, God. 
Um, the volume indicator indicates that $50 is a support level for this one. So at 54, if you can get it under 50, I'd say buy it under 50. Um, you know, again, the MACDs kind of come down on a 15 minute chart to where it's probably um, a, a reasonable purchase. Um, you know, on a one minute chart, uh, it's just all over the place. But one minute, you have to watch it constantly on a one minute chart. So UCO, I saw was as a, a, a big one. Uh, again, the, the RSI on a uh, four hour chart is super high. The MACD is running up. Um, I would say hold your horses and wait for a pullback on this one. <clears throat> Even a like a two dollar pullback would be on that one. I think something that you could do. Cleveland Cliffs, we've talked about. Um, this one was down yesterday. There was a buy here, twenty one ninety two on the um on the algorithm. Uh, back on May sixteenth, you'd still be in that one. The RSI is at forty four. Um, it looks like this one is pulling back. If you have this one at 2250, I would probably pull some of your, uh, profits out of this one. It's at 2218. Um, again, the buy was at 2192. So if you got it at 22, I would probably pull out. Um, I think this one's going back down to 20. I, I had said, Hey, don't worry about this. It just looked like this one was in a trading range. Uh, it definitely on the four, on the four hour chart, it used the 200 day as a resistance level and it kind of bounced down off that resistance level. And honestly, on a daily chart, it looks like it's using the 200 day as support and resistance. It's just kind of bouncing off here. Um, the, the RSI on a daily is at 42. The MACD is down below, but that MACD looks like it's going to cross under the strike line again. Uh, they have a catalyst of an earnings date of July 21st. So you got time. I, I think you go into this and you see, hey, um, you know, it, if it's around 20, I think their earnings is going to be pumped. Um, they made a, a $1.78 in their February earnings announcement. In their April earnings announcement, it was $1.71. You've seen it just crawl down ever since then. Um, let's look at their forward PE. Their forward PE is 5.32. Um, so, uh, their performance year to date is 3.35. I've made 10% on this one, maybe 20% on this one pulled out. I don't currently own it. So saw it yesterday, uh, thought I would bring it up. <clears throat> Zim shippers got killed. I think I believe that I told you guys yesterday, um, that Zim, uh, and others, the shippers were kind of caught in this no man's land of, Hey, um, the, the supply chain is easing. We don't need as much goods. Uh, essentially it ties into target Walmart over inventories. Hey, we're not going to be ships shipping stuff. We, we overordered and blah, blah, blah. Well, Zim got, came crashing down and I believe all the shippers came crashing down. Um, if I look at Zim on our algorithm, um, you would be out of this one as of June 2nd. So, um, again, the asset performance is 100 106% on the algo. The asset performance is 421%. You had seven wins, eight losses. Um, but the beta score is at 0.25. So you're very safe using the algorithm on this one. You don't really have a catalyst, but boy, yesterday morning just it got killed. Um, the RSI right now is at 33. Um, I would 
think that this one, let's see what the pre-market is doing, that this one's due for a bounce. The problem is that, that P ratio wants to be down significantly. Um, they're, oh, was it? Their ex-dividend date was 527. Their dividend date, it was yesterday at 6, 6 8. Um, they paid a $2.85 dividend, which is 38.23%. So, um, crazy, crazy, the, the dividends on this one. But um, I saw it. The 10-day the volume is $6.7 million. The 90-day the volume is $5.3 million. It is down to 56 in the pre-market. It closed at 58.46. So, um, you're even down you know, 5% again today. Doesn't make sense to, to get in there now. I'll keep an eye on it. SBLK was down 10%. Um, that one is probably down even more. It's actually up. No, I'm sorry. It's down 2830 is where it closed. It's at 2777. Um, this one, their PE ratio is 3.55. So it's even more than Zim. Um, their dividend yield is 23% at $1.65. So it's got huge dividends. It's paying it back. The problem is that shippers just, People aren't shipping as much. You know, you go into UPS. UPS is a good one. Um, they are ba -ba -ba -ba, down slightly at 178. They closed at 179. Um, this forward PE is, uh, I'm sorry, the PE is 14. I'm not looking at Finviz. But their dividend yield is 3.39. Um, their, their dividend date is 6.2. They don't have any catalyst necessarily coming up. Let's see if, let's see UPS on this one. Am I a buyer of UPS here? No. You had a buy here at May 25th at 171. I would say get the hell out of this one if you bought it 171 on May 25th. I think I brought that one up at that point. Um, if you're in this one, I would get out with the $9 gain. Um, that's just me in particular because, uh, again, shippers, I the performance chart on this one, on the algorithm, you make 86%. On just buying and holding, you make 78%. You've had 11 wins, 14 losses. The average win is 10%. The average loss is 2%. So you're definitely gaining more than you, you on, on buying and holding than just buying and, and selling than buying and holding. But shippers, in my mind, out the door for right now. Um, one more energy name that I wanted to bring up that I saw flying yesterday, Imperial P Petroleum. This is a meme stock favorite, um, and uh, it's gone crazy, to say the least. There was a buy at May 25th. Again, this is around oil. May 25th, 40 cents. Um, it's trading at 75 cents today. Let's see where we are. Did it come down? But this is an oil play. They're up even in pre-market from 75 to 78 cents. Um, the 10 day volume is 82 million. The 90 day volume is 45 million. Short percentage is five. Uh, they don't make money. This is not one that I would buy and hold. This is one that I would try and get in, get out. Um, again, if you bought it at 40 cents, you've doubled your money. Great. Kudos to you. Um, this is one that traded all the way in March, all the way up to $8. Um, if I bring it up on Finviz, uh, IMPP, um, they don't make money, blah, blah, blah. Um, there's no news. This is just a crazy meme oil play. So performance year to date, minus 64%. This is one that just, for some reason, has come back up. But 
I saw it uh, crossing yesterday, thought I'd bring it up. Um, Tesla. UBS uh, upgrades Tesla to a buy. Like I said, anything under $1,000, buy it. Um, yesterday's, they have an $1,100 price target on it. Um, again, you know, does the forward PE is 45. Makes no sense whatsoever. Performance year-to-date, minus 31%. Um, let's see if you're a buy in the algorithm real quick. I don't think you are. You were at 661, so you're still a buy if you're holding at that price. I would say wait for it. Um, today, it's probably going to go up. Um, it is up 2% at 641 in the pre-market. I'd say hold off. Maybe get this one at 620 or so. If the market turns south today, I would say pick it up if you don't hold it. Um, I bought more at, at around 700. So I, I own so much of this, I'm not even going to go into my lot sizes. Um, but bought more. Um, big news of the morning. Europe leaves rates unchanged. But they say they will raise rates and increases their outlook for inflation. So they're saying inflation is out of control, but they are not increasing their rates uh, like the U.S. is. They've held them the same, but they did announce Q, uh, quantitative easing is ending on July 1st. So they will be, not be pumping more money into the system. So that ends July 1st. Um, Europe's in a slightly different situation than we are, but they will need to start raising rates. I don't know why they didn't raise rates, um, but it was seen as a bad thing. So Europe kind of faltered a little bit. When they actually start raising rates, ooh, get ready. Um, I think that that's going to be a crazy one. Um, but that feeds into my philosophy that potentially tomorrow, May's inflation outlook, the CPI data that comes out at 8.30 tomorrow, it's the monthly CPI data. The market is counting on that, saying that May is below April. I don't know that that's 100% true. The market is going to take a huge downfall. Um, in fact, you know, shit. The, the implied open was up 100. Now it's down. I mean, we've been swinging all over the place this morning. Um, I think the European stuff is what brought the market down. I haven't necessarily looked at it, but um, the European leaving the rates the same uh, didn't affect the market. But them saying inflation is out of control and likely to increase, well, that means, if, again, if the U.S. hasn't decreased um, their, uh, their inflation from April to May, we're in trouble. I do think that you're going to see some decrease. You're not going to see a decrease in energy. Energy is going to continue to go up. Uh, what you are going to see a decrease in is cars, autos. Uh, if you've been looking at used cars, you know they're not as high as they have been. So that's probably coming down. Um, Twitter news. Uh, Twitter is releasing some of the bot data to, uh, to Musk. So um, that one is trading at about $40. Again, $54.20. You could have picked. This one is a buy at $36 on May 24th. Kind of risky. I didn't put more money into it. Probably should have because essentially you're up 10%. You could have taken your 10% and run. Um, I would say 40 is kind of your, your pivot point on this one. Anything under 40, you buy it. Anything over 40, kind of sit and wait. 
Um, it's at 40.25 pre-market. So, uh, I, but I do think that's a, a, a decent risk to take. Now, here's the other risk to take. Activision Blizzard, ATVI. Um, Microsoft announced today that their uh, monthly Game Pass service will be available on Samsung connected TVs. This is huge because all you need to do on Samsung TVs is connect an Xbox controller. If you're a subscriber to, um, to Microsoft Game Pass, you connect that controller via, via Bluetooth and you get to play the game without a console. Don't know what the graphics are like. It's cloud gaming. It's not stored on the local TV. Don't know what the experience is going to be like. But obviously, that's where Microsoft's going. They are expanding their gaming business. That, to me, indicates the Activision Blizzard deal is going to go through hell or high water. You're at 78. Um, let's see where you are. Uh, it's, the, the symbol is ATVI. I always have a problem with this one for some reason. I always want to put the C in there. ATVI. Their forward PE is 24. They're trading at 77. I think you can put in a buy at 75 for this one. Probably get it today. I think it's going to continue to come down. But that deal is scheduled to go through at $95 a share. Um, again, those are the two deals, Twitter and Activision, that we've been looking at. I think you can put, you know, $100 into this. If you just want to bet on it, $100. If you lose $100, your life isn't going to change. But you'd probably feel good if that 100 turned into 150 so, um, but that's in, in my case. Um, one other thing I wanted to bring up is Tom Lee. Uh, Tom Lee, who I listen to and has been right way more often um, than wrong uh, within the pandemic, probably for the two years. And we're talking down to the week. He said, this week's going to be good. Next week's not going to be good. And if you read his stuff on Twitter, um, he's been... Spot on. He thinks second half of the year is a bull run. Cites goods on sale from Target, cars along with real estate pulling back. Um, he thinks those are things that are bullish because the consumer is still in a good spot. Um, that's what he said. I tend to believe him. I tend to hope I believe him. Um, even if a recession is on the horizon, it's not coming anytime soon. Uh, by the way, all my stocks are red right now. So Amazon's down 1%. Um, Baba down 4%. Um, let's see. I saw Occidental Petroleum down 1.4%. Um, Devon down 0.06%. So it's not down by much. Um, Proterra down 2%. Um, Tesla only up 2% now. Um, that one was up about 4 or 5%. XLY, XLK, all down. Slightly down, but down. Target is only up 0.18. I, again, I think 155 is a good price for Target. Buy that one. Uh, I think at 155. I think your range for Target, um, by the way, is probably 150 to 160. I think that's probably your range. And it's not a play where I think you're going to pull out in two weeks with a 20% gain. I think you, you could go down even further to the 140s. Um, again, it, it, you know, there's catalysts in the market. If, 
for some reason, Walmart comes out and says, hey, we've got an over, overabundance of goods too. Target could go down in, in conjunction with Walmart. Um, but I do think from a long-term perspective, 150, 160 is probably where I'm looking to play this one. Um, again, I own $20,000 worth of this. Uh, I'm up on it. My average purchase price is one, 114. <clears throat> um, so it's just my thing. Uh, if you have any questions, hit me up. Good thoughts for my dog. Still not drinking water. But hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Instagram. Uh, I probably will start a TikTok at some point because TikTok seems to be the only way to kind of grow stuff. Um, and I can do video. I just kind of am lazy. But if you have any questions, hit me up. Take care. Hope all's well.